Alright, what's up, man? It's your boy, Oss. Motherfuckers in the barbershop. Do not forget to retweet, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or on SoundCloud. Retweet the link if you see it. Share it with your friends. Because word of mouth is how these things get around. Uh, in here, I got Lando with me. Yeah, this is Lando the Tacos. You can follow me on Twitter at the Tacos and at the motherfuckers in the barbershop uh, Twitter page. And we got Be Nice with us. What up, though? It's nice. You can follow me on the gram at Be Nice Two Underscores and on Twitter at Two Underscores Be Nice. And you can always follow me at Ten Stacks, or you can follow uh, Gans. He ain't here right now. Uh-huh. He ain't been here in a minute. At Young Gans. Yeah, you know. Link up with any of those Twitter posts too. You know, get in contact with us because we're looking for guests. We're looking for people who want to chime in, get a they their voice, man. Yeah, big shout out to Anton for coming on last week, man. That was cool. It was nice having him in studio too. It was Most really definitely. dope. Um, all right, so we're gonna go to our usual stuff, man. Uh, shout out, shaking my head. Who would like to start? Guess I'll go, man. I guess I'll go, huh? No, be nice, you go. Hmm? Yeah, you go first. All right, cool, cool, man, cool, man. Um, I think that I would shout out to Blake Griffin mm. for a game winner last night. I was impressed by that. He had a nice mechanic on his jump shot, it looked smooth. <clears throat> I told you so. We ain't gonna talk about the Clippers or because uh, yeah. my my shake in my head is also gonna be the theatrics that Austin Rivers put on for getting his finger dislocated. I was gonna shake my head at that. Shit hurt, bro. And man, we know somebody who dislocated his finger and he just looked away like it never happened. Who? Uh, I don't know his name. He Evan Carter Taylor, uncle or oh. nephew. Though. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, uh, I ain't talking about yeah. Nick. Nick Carter. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Nick Carter. He dislocated his finger and popped that bitch back in. By itself. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to shout out the World Series. The other game, game two, was pretty exciting. Um, That's about it. Like, yeah. baseball season is going to an end. That's cool. That's a big shout out to that. <laughs> shout out to baseball being over. And I'm shaking my head. I'm shaking my head at FanDuel this week, man. It's been bothering me. Uh, too many janky niggas been getting off. Nah. If I was to shake my head, anything involving that, it'd be the niggas that's supposed to get off not doing their fucking job. Paul George got off tonight. And man, I don't want to talk. We don't want to talk about that. He on my blacklist though, but I still picked him. I didn't because I couldn't fuck with that nigga (laughs) or Jimmy Butler. Them them Jimmy Butler got off too. He diminished role right now. Too janky. Yeah. All right, Philando, you go. My shout out goes to Walking Dead for one coming back. Good episode. They're trying to be a little bit too much like Game of Thrones. They got Rick acting like Jon Snow, but it's all cool. Uh, Stranger Things, shout out to Netflix, man. It's a great show. Back on, man. I already watched three episodes. I'm impressed, so about to keep watching. Um, I want to give a shout out to Magic Jordan, man. That album was uh, was fire. I listened to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. hold on. Let me shake my head at Big Crit. That album was not very good. Ass almost. <laughs> maybe we, maybe that's something we can start with because it was a lot of music that dropped today. Yeah. But niggas was hyping up that big crit and that shit was a pile of dog shit. I, I then it was bleeding from my ear like Joe Flacco last night. I listened from that shit, dog. Yeah, I haven't listened. I'm probably not gonna. You, to it. you really never liked crit. I got lost in some crit last night, and it was some of it that I just kind of left from my ears, and then it was some of it that I really enjoyed. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of it that I really enjoyed. Man, I think it's like, but. Four good songs on a 22-song album. I think that's the biggest problem. 22 songs. And it just surprised me. It's like, why was there so many songs? I didn't see that coming. Yeah, but... Most definitely. You got to pick out your best 12 and let's go. Yeah, that Magic Jordan album, it was great. It 
it was hard to pick more of that garbage. Shout out to 112 album. That album was dope. 112. Yeah, man. They came back with another one, man. And um, I was Fun like, fact, I heard on the radio last week that the It's Diddy, the D, the, the, yeah, the I, the yeah. Stole that. Diddy stole that. That shit was fire. But Slum did it first, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He stole the shit, man. Yeah, so he stole that. But 112, they back with the album. It was dope. My shake my head goes to Mary J. Blind Husband. Man, he's asking for like more spousal support. And I see a lot of my friends go through this. I got a friend who spent like $1,600 a month on like spousal support. So to see a man get that low talking about her songs ruining his life and that <laughs> he needs $60,000 a month to maintain. Yeah. It's, it, I hate to see it happen to guys. Secure the bag, man. I, hate I do think I'm not a fan of double standards. So I feel like if any woman was in this position, she'd be getting that money and would nobody say nothing about yeah, it. I don't know. I would. I, would. I, I mean, I would. I don't think that nobody, if you ain't bring nothing to the table, I mean, peace out. He did cheat on her with, with like her artist and then he asked him like 60, 60 grand a month. Secure the bag, man. Oh, also, bag. Cardi B and uh, Offset get married? Are he proposed to her? I didn't see that. I, I think that's just maybe. I saw a booty ass song with Amigos, Cardi B, and Nicki Minaj that y'all been hyping up on Twitter. That shit did not sound good. I think I'm done with Twitter because niggas on that bitch be hyping up everything. Yeah, I, seen some, just I seen some some tweets that was like, this just blown away type shit. I'm like, oh, press that shit. I couldn't make it through 30 seconds. This shit is terrible. Yeah, sometimes it's just a bunch of noise. Yeah. Uh, especially with Amigos track, dog. They get to, they get to using too many noises you know, on them I, bitches. I don't think it was them. Sometimes they make bad songs, but they've been pretty consistent lately. Which one, Nicki or Cardi? Both of them. <laughs> Get up out of here. I think that they just made them make a bad song almost. Like, they tried to make a song to cater to those two strengths. And it wasn't a Migos song. It was well, them two and then us. It's like having, like, a bunch of friends. Like, like the Migos and, and Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, they all kind of got the same audience. It's just one of them girls, one of them dudes. But they all, if at a party, either one to go. And I think when you once you get to mixing up friends like that, yeah. dog, you get to fucking up the party. Yeah, if you, then it's if you, like... You saying one thing on the track, and then I don't want to say what I want to say because you on the track, and then it make me feel bad. Yeah, now, now I can't be myself. I can't be my best self. Exactly, dog. You just trying to cater to too many friends, exactly. dog. You just got to keep your group of friends right there. Another group of fans right here, man. You really shouldn't be mixing. We teaching life lessons here. Yeah, it seemed like a doing too much type of record for me. And also, uh, speaking of Twitter, I guess we can get straight into well, some shows. My last one was uh, Shake My Head at Spirit Airlines, but uh, yeah. Oh man, Shake My Head at Airlines in general, yeah. dog. I, I was stuck at the airport. For hours. Yeah, I had a layover too, so fuck the airline. No, you you had a layover. Your flight also got canceled. Flight got canceled too by Spirit, and uh, they gave me also a very hard time. Oh, shaking my head at shaking my head at Vegas. Yeah, shaking my head at Vegas. I got blew out the frame in that bitch. I'm gonna tell that story <laughs> another time. I got my blew out the frame though. But speaking of Twitter stuff, bro, um, DJ Envy. <laughs> yeah. Um, what you on, bro? Hey, bro. Fuck is you doing? Fuck is you proving right now? If y'all don't know, um, I, I couldn't pull up the story. I don't know. Be nice. I mean, it's like a dildo. Type explain. Of somebody explain the story while I pull up what uh, he said. Basically, DJ Envy was sneaking and freaking, getting his uh, low key on. You know, he already has been outed as a, a cheater before. Yeah. He was doubling back, but this time we found out some stuff about him. That we just didn't need to know. And this is a trend that's going on. We're getting too far into people's lives that yeah. we just don't need to know. We're starting to find stuff. way too much shit yeah. out about everybody. Stuff that's like uncommon, but 
Not it's yet. now sparingly starting to seem a little bit more common. It's Once really, you start to get into the, the depths of people, relationships, and personal business. To be honest, it's none of my business. It's none of my business. I don't need to see none of this That's shit. That's the only Mr. High Spot quote I'm a fan of. But it's most definitely none of my business. <laughs> I fuck with Smackables for sure. Yeah, Smackables is fire. And, <laughs> and you might have just did something. your daddy. You might have just did. <laughs> nah, he too good. Alright, yeah. so the conversation was DJ Envy was on Snapchat with a, a young lady uh, that he was trying to Allegedly trying to cheat on his wife. And the message goes as follows. The girl sent DJ Envy a message that said, I need you to relax while I rub my toy up your leg. DJ Envy responds, what toy? The girl says, and I'll lick your ass to get it really wet. And then she said, my nine and a half inch strap on. Get on your knees. Feel my nipples against your back. In which DJ Envy replies, you are vicious. <laughs> to me, as a reader, and as you as a listener, I caught that as a, ooh, you vicious type. Like, he, that's like, what oh, that's, I'm, I'm with that. Yeah. But it it kind of caught me off guard, but I like it. I like that. Oh, I like that. He has said that on the, the radio show, Playing Towns with Vicious. So that's something that is him. <laughs> Maybe, or maybe that's somebody pretending to be him, knowing people like you that know he said that. I ain't gonna lie, I didn't watch a Breakfast Club interview, and I ain't never caught on to the vicious. So I don't know if niggas is hip to that. I think he might be. And when he, so when he say vicious, that's some shit like it's a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vicious is a positive thing. Positive thing. Yeah. Ah, see, so I don't know what DJ be on. I'm not going to call him a no, cheater. I'm not going to call him a The vicious person. was a positive thing because the messages continued. Yeah. It didn't stop the yeah, flow. It was some more, but I ain't want to yeah, read all that. It didn't stop the flow. Um, I don't even know what to ask y'all in this situation. Like, what is he doing? You know what's crazy? And they, they talk so much shit about Mr. C. And I know Mr. C did stuff. He was, like, messing with guys and, you know, transsexuals and stuff like that. But whatever you, you try to hide the dark, it always come out the light. And when you throw stones real hard, it's like they went hard on Mr. C. Yeah. And now you, have, now you got shit about you with a dildo coming out. So it's like... I think that it's just out. like the masculinity issue and like you said, going at Mr. C. And not to say that he portrayed himself as a gangster, a tough yeah, guy in yeah. any manner, but... We didn't see this. No, this was that. nothing. That, there was no signs of this there. And then it kind of plays into another situation where it's more difficult in today's society because people want to be gender fluid and things of that nature where you can't necessarily call somebody bisexual or he might not identify as that. But then what is this? Nah. <laughs> what is uh, at this point? What is? Like, what is like, this? He got like five kids. Yeah. He's bisexual. Hey, listen. I read a good tweet the other day. They say every woman be proud or support a bisexual man until they getting fucked with boo-boo dick. <laughs> Don't nobody want to fuck with a nigga who fucking with boo-boo dick. So they need to cut that shit out. They, you you wouldn't like that shit in your own home. Stop supporting that that other shit if you ain't really fucking with it for real, dog. You know what I'm saying? And also, this is where I got from it. This is what I got from the four-way. DJ Envy is a man who got too caught up in sexual acts because now he fucking with dildos. And I feel like this is, and I, I talked about this with Giles, like at the hydro massage, you get in the hydro massage at Planet Fitness, and the water go up to your booty, and you start, you're like, ooh, you know what I'm saying? But you shouldn't, ooh. 
You know why you should do? Because that opened up too many doors. Now you don't know what you do like, what you don't so, like, and, and you start exploring. And the shit. hydro massage. I'm not familiar. Are you naked? No, you're not naked. Oh, all right, all right. But it's like high power water that okay, just rub okay. all against you. And that's what I'm saying, dog. I don't get in that hydro massage no more. Cause no, I, I think this is where D Wade is going with his life. I oh. think that once you start opening different doors, it's, then you just start the to like, get people, people get a little too kinky and how you yeah. live in that that lifestyle and. You know, I've been around women, and you try to do stuff for, for like female pleasure, try to get the party going, but you can't be sticking dildo and stuff in your ass. <laughs> and he had an old tweet or an old thing when he put a dildo in uh, Angela Yee bag. Yeah, when she was going to the airport. So this, this is true. Yeah, he a dildo carrying. He weirdo, man. Yeah, weird. He, he officially a weirdo. Also about the the NBA shit about Dwayne Wade. I don't really don't him getting his ass ate by Gabriel Union. I ain't even know that shit, Gabby. I get you trying to, you know, you got a book coming out. You talking about a, shit. Uh, Steph Curry with a your LeBron book James TV show pro- produced LeBron TV show coming out. She pubbing right now. Yeah, she pubbing right now. She going hard. All right, so to, to mix this in with the NBA real quick. Um, first things first, the NBA is, is back. It's back and it's in full effect. I'm enjoying a lot about the NBA. And to be honest, my own personal comments about this year, I, I could care less about the finals. Right now, I feel like the NBA is at a point where every game almost feels good enough to watch. Like you, because it won because the Warriors was kind of losing, and now they're getting back in their rhythm. But the Cavs just lost to the Nets. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the Lakers is playing decent. The Suns got a little drama going on, and it just feels like every game is winnable for any team. Like the Warriors yeah. not really just blowing niggas out like it was. Last I said day. this in the off season, and I I went through this as a fan in 2012. Because I had the same kind of idea with how people saw Kevin Durant going to the Warriors. When I saw LeBron and D-Wade and Chris Bosh mount up and make that team, on paper, it looks unbeatable. Because you just think of three people who can literally score 30 points when they want to. It doesn't seem like something that can be stopped. But at the same token, all of us who have played organized sports at some point, you got to do it on the field. You got to do it on the court. You can't talk about that paper stuff. It's about who won it and who trying to compete. And you got to also have situations where people going to play to their best some nights. Sometimes people don't play. They're human beings. Sometimes you're going through something at home, you don't have your best game. And it's not to say that that's an excuse. But I feel like the parity in the NBA is not as bad as people make it seem. You got the younger teams where they got five fucking first-round picks, top lottery picks from the last four years. Eventually, they're going to have to play. You look at a team like Orlando. Aaron Gordon is starting to play like a player who's not that bad. You get some people out of their way. Some of these teams are starting to find their way. They mess some more veteran talent in. So these these games are getting better. They're starting to get a little bit more competition. And you see situations like that where it's been teams that's been on the back burner for a couple years and they're starting to find their way now. Except for Phoenix. Phoenix is just dismal. Yeah, nah. I think, and I said this a few years ago, like it was starting to get more competitive just watching it night by night. Um, I think next year is going to be even better. Right, so, so for this year, the question I got is, what are y'all looking forward to with this NBA season? Like, finals aside. The Western Conference Championship. I want to see who plays the Warriors. And I want to see how hard they compete. And I think that, to me, the two best teams for that, I thought it would have been Houston. But Chris Paul is injured. We don't really see what he could be. But we see what OKC can do. And I'm not really seeing the meshing well with Minnesota, but I think they got the potential to sneak in there. I got, I got them as a sleeper for that. I, I got to go um, the Clippers, and I got to go OKC. Okay, 
see. I want to see when they when they play against Florida State. <laughs> well, you really like this Clippers, but that's a, what. What do you think? What are you looking for too much within their season? I'm looking at the Eastern Conference playoffs. I, I think that's going to be that's going to be very interesting to see from two all the way down to eight. Cause that that can be any any ray of, of order. I don't I don't think I think that is a, is a short comparable to, to anything that I've seen in a long time. I would say this would be close to how we saw the early two thousands, yeah. where it was like a team that was really solid in the East, being maybe New Jersey or I don't want to say Philadelphia because they had their flaws. But you got a player like Al Iverson, they're gonna be a dominant team. Then you see the Pistons, what they did. Everybody else was kind of just like. Crabs in the bucket, like we all kind of bad, but we in that same region where every night it might be an eighty-eight to eighty-four game, but it's gonna be a good ass eighty-eight to eighty-four game. I think that's what you're gonna see with teams like the Pistons. Actually, shocking me. You see Charlotte. I'm all in on Philadelphia. Once Markel Fultz can get healthy, I think that they got a lot of talent right now. All right, stop me if you heard this one before. The uh, first round pick of the Philadelphia 76ers is injured. Yeah, that's just always happens. Yeah, but like, what's up with this nigga? Like, I don't know. As a as a uh, Instagram comedian, Rich Dollars Philly guy said, he real real bad man. This nigga mad corny son. Niggas in Philly ain't fucking with him. They sick of that process shit. And it just it seemed like why does this keep happening? What are y'all doing where they keep getting hurt? I thought like they didn't need uh, Markel Fultz though. That was like that was just like fuck we tanking anyway. Ben Simmons hurt. Um, Joel and B hurt. Let's just do one more tank. I don't. Sure. I don't think it was that. I think that Markel Fultz was always a projection, but also what he could do right away. If you look at him against Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum didn't play by himself. Markel Fultz. I watched Markel Fultz to some degree in college, and I watched and study his highlights. He's a much better scorer than what we're seeing. He is hurt. I go out on limb and say that he can't shoot right now. His shoulder is messed up. Like his shoulder is messed up. They said he can't lift his hands over. He can't lift his hands above his head. He's not supposed to be playing, and that's odd to me because we saw what Philadelphia did with their past rookies. Why didn't you just sit him? Because it seemed like an injury that he could have came back from in like a month or so, yeah. and you don't really need him right now. Like, yeah, like he's not the point guard. Ben Simmons is the primary ball handler. JJ Redick is a proven shooting guard. So you don't kind of, and you got Robert Covington and all these other players. You don't need him. So it just was a situation where. I think that what they saw was, why not take a player who can give us a guaranteed 17 a night if he healthy? And I think he could do that in the NBA because he already kind of had a proven game. He wasn't a player who struggled to get his shots. He was somebody who was crafty, knew how to shoot mid-range, knew how to shoot floaters. He might have thrown in a Euro or something there. A lot of younger players struggle with that. Where you see a kid like Jalen Brown who's just all athletics. He just jumped out the gym. He don't really have no game. He don't have no nuances. He don't know how to pump fake and get past. He don't know how to do none of that stuff. Markel Fultz already has that. So I guess they thought that maybe he can come in and give him that. It's just not working out right now. All right. Also, um, another rookie I want to talk about, Lonzo. I think Lonzo playing very solid. But the things I see in Lonzo, I feel like it's a ceiling to Lonzo. Like he can only get so good. You know what I'm saying? What are y'all thinking about Lonzo Ball? I think he... I think he's playing solid. Like, you want to talk about rebounds and assists, but he's shooting, like, under 35% from the field. He's shooting about 50% from the free throw line. And, I, like they, like I said last week, Luke Walton's going to have to hide him on, on defense, and we see that against the Wizards. He wasn't really checking John Wall like that. They had Corey Brewer out there and, 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 and different guys like that. So, I mean, he is leading the team in rebounds and assists, I think, before the last game. So, like you say, he, he, he's playing okay. I feel like he's going to get to the point where – Especially, I want to see how Lonzo play December towards after the All-Star break. 
Because that's when teams are probably going to figure them out. And they're going to be leaving them open for them shots. They're going to want Lonzo to score. It's yeah. proven Lonzo can pass. He can grab rebounds. But can he score? Because if you that dude that they leave open, they leave you open for a reason in the NBA. And it, it, I think that messes up your shot more than anything, dog. Because you want to you wanna shoot that shot to prove him wrong. But they leave you open to shoot that shot because you can't shoot that shot. And... I don't just, it ain't never been too good, dog. And, and LeVar is so funny, man, because he was like, you know, the game that, you know, Patrick Beverly had against Lonzo. He told him, all I care about is winning. All I care about is winning. And then the next game, Lonzo scored 29. You saw what my boy did. You saw what my boy did. And so that's going to be funny. Yeah, he season. said he don't lose twice in a row, man. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. He beat. They won, man. They beat the. Uh, the I win. mean, just keeping it, it short and simple, Lonzo is Jason Kidd. That's that's what people need to I mean, look this, to him what? for. He, that's how good he can get. That's Jason what I'm saying. Kidd went at people. Yeah, but he Jason Kidd early on had low field goal percentages, yeah. and he was hovering around close to 12 to 13 points a season for like his first five or six years in the league. Man. He had like a 17 point season sprinkled in there. I think that was kind of heightened by free throws, but, but Jason, he was never a dominant scorer. But Jason Kidd can teach, can take over games. And Darren Fox looks a little better than him right now. Darren Fox is better. And Jason Kidd took two teams to the final. Like, Jason Kidd took over games. Oh, no, I'm, I'm just saying at John the Moore beginning of the season. Jason Kidd, yo, Jason Kidd would have won Yeah, no, most definitely. Yeah. I think that Lonzo, a lot of his issues is his personality. I think he's too timid in some ways. And I feel like it might be LeVar. Oh. LeVar might be too dominant where it's like you got a kid who he can't overpower his father in no way, shape, or form. So it's everything he said kind of going to go. I can't talk back to him, you know. And it's not to say that LeVar not a loving father. We're not making that argument. But I think he's very headstrong in how he feels. Yeah. And you can see that in their upbringing. You know, outside of maybe like LaMelo, because he kind of seemed like he's just doing his own thing. But we see Lonzo could be a player who is triple-double worthy. He probably for the next three or four years never going to average more than 13 points. That's just not in his game. He doesn't have a dominant scoring style. So I feel like... The expectations for him, which are based on LeVar Ball's situation in his mouth, is too heightened right now. It's, everybody's looking to him to be the mecca, to be the savior, and I don't think it's going to come in that way. I think that it's going to come in a way, which is what we're kind of seeing. He play hard. He go for rebounds. He's a cerebral player. He's making the right passes. That's how he impacts games. He's not going to come in and score 30 points every night. That's not what he does. And to be honest, I felt like that game against the Suns was just the Suns. Like, he took advantage of the Suns. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, that's kind of it I had about the NBA. Kind of just had, like, one last question for y'all. And, like, this can just be a little little quick little story time if y'all got to share. Because I've gotten some video game issues lately. And I've been thinking, what is the last time or what is your favorite time that you lost your mind playing a video game? <laughs> like had an absolute meltdown because of the video game. <coughs> oh man, um, it used to be the Star Wars game on sixty four, and um, this last bo- you know what? Let me even scratch that. Mortal Kombat getting the Shadow Khan, man. That used to frustrate me. I could not beat Goro for nothing, and I remember I took the controller and I threw it at the closet so hard that it broke, and I was like in tears. For some reason, like as soon as you get past Goro, the one opportunity you fight Shadow Khan, man, it just, it just, it just don't work. It don't, and I always got, and they put you all the way at the bottom of the shit again, and you gotta fight. You uh, lose. Lane and all that shit again to make it back. But yeah, that was the most frustrating. I think my most frustrating time, um, had to be 
Well, it's two. It's two, but I'm going to just go with this one. And once to be nice, I might go back. But I remember playing NBA 2K13. It was when I first got into my team mode. And I was <laughs> playing my... No, matter of fact, this might have been NBA 2K... 2K12. Because I was in 11th grade. This is NBA 2K12. Playing my team mode. And in my team mode, you get to pick your players. It's like salaries. You can put badges on them. So I had a team. I didn't want to put no real money into it. So I, I could only get the players that I drew at the cards. And I had, like, Orlando Johnson, uh, Roy Hibbert. But my best player was Mitch Richmond. Uh, used to play for the Warriors. He could shoot. He wore number 23. And I was I was playing the dudes that I played against. They all put money into it. So they had Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson. But I was competing. It was a good game. And I was, like, I was like rank seven. So, like, I was already, like, to the end. They got you all the way to eight. And then you was, like, you can get all the cards you wanted. So I'm like, I'm almost there, though. I just need to beat this guy. And I was playing this dude. We was playing a tough battle. And Mitch Richmond was hitting threes for me all game. And it got to a point where Magic Johnson scored. I was down two. It was for the game. I threw it to Mitch Richmond wide open. And he missed completely. I think he airballed. And I balled my fist up and punched my laptop to the screen, bro. And, like, I, I sat there afterwards. And I'm just like, I lost the game. And my fucking laptop is broke. And I didn't know which one I was more mad at until, like, I had homework and shit to do. <laughs> and I realized that, oh, this game wasn't that deep. I really need a fucking new laptop. So, at that point, I never played my team again. I never played that mode. Like, I try to play it. It don't... I can't even play it because I'm going to get to that level with it. And if I lose like that ever again, I don't know... <laughs> I don't know who can who gonna stop me next time, bro. It's too dangerous, dog. It's like getting angry in the Hulk and shit, dog. I just can't fuck with it. Uh, I don't think I get angry easily. So for me to pinpoint something that really bothered me like that, to be quite honest, the stuff that I get the maddest and animated about be kind of simple. It's regular stuff. I'm I'm an angry nice. person. He punched his hand down there like Aries. Yeah, I got my be, knuckles is is bruised up right now. And every night we play it's, the game. It's, you know what I'm saying, but. It wasn't really theatrics. The two that I can pinpoint. One, people who don't know this about me, originally, I was a much better Madden player when I was younger. Like, almost renowned. Taking people money. And I remember it was like almost like a hustle for me and my dad. And this is, I didn't never live with my father, but occasionally he would call me over and I would go stay at his house on school nights. And, you know, he kind of liked the hood dad. You don't got to go to sleep when you want to. You know what I'm saying? So he called one of his friends over playing them in Madden. I got the Buccaneers. This is the work done days. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm a big Bucks fan. Warren Sapp. All them cats is my guys. Killing his friend. Then the pigs start rolling in. I'm only like nine. I'm like nine years old. This is a grown-ass man I'm playing against. We playing for money. I break one loose, and I can't for the life of me think of this dude's name. He was a bald head running back. Kind of older. I think his number might have been like 33. I want to call him Michael Eddie something. George? No, he played for the Buccaneers. He was like the Buccaneers second running back. Yeah. Can't think of his name for the life of me. But the only reason I remember him is because in one of my Madden seasons, he broke his neck and ended his career. And I had never seen nothing like that. That's the only reason I remember this nigga. But work done got hurt in that game. That was also what happened. So I had to start passing. I was never really good at passing back there. I was a young nigga. All, all powers and stretches. I'm getting loose with work done. Got hurt. The backup comes in. He's doing his job. I'm down three points, and I break a touchdown. I'm out 65 yards. 
ankle tackle on the ten yard line. I put the controller down and went to bed. I ain't say nothing to none of them niggas in the room. <laughs> I set the controller down and just got up and walked in my room and went to sleep. I think I slammed my door. I'm like this shit. My dad was trying to talk to him. I'm like, I don't want to talk about that. I don't even want to discuss it. And the next one, I know Austin will feel me on this because he was big in Modern Warfare 2, just like I was. I was a late bloomer to Call of Duty. I wasn't heavy in it. I started with uh, World at War, but I got in very late. So all I could do was knife niggas. I couldn't even kill you with no gun because I had all the booty guns. Modern Warfare 2, I'm like, I'm going to get on it. I'm going to go hard. But by this time, all my boys is just too out cold. Ronald, shout out to my nigga Ryan. Ridiculous at, at Call of Duty. Julian, also ridiculous. And Gans was a pretty solid Call of Duty player. So he playing this thing called a nuke. You get 25 kills. You get 25 kills straight. It's them they're like, uh, my teacher talked about it when I stay right class. It's a MacGuffin for me. It's like the, the oracle. It's the pinnacle that I'm trying to reach. I'm the only nigga in our team. Ronald got like 150, 156 of these bitches. I just need one. I'm playing. And they give you a little random matchup. Sometimes your boys be on the other team. Julian is the most joking and silly nigga you will ever meet in your life. At, I'm, I'm low-key killing this. I'm all right. I'm at 17. This might be like my high. So I'm telling them the whole time, like, hey, y'all, some of y'all niggas on the other team, don't kill me. If you see me, don't kill me. So I get to 24, and Julian makes it his purpose to come and kill me. And I didn't see this nigga coming. He came and knifed me, and I threw my controller across the room. The shit shattered. And then I just started punching the wall, bro. And that was a meltdown for me because it was like, then I, I had to go find my other controller and talk to him. I'm like, bro, you, we just had this conversation. Why did you do that? Like, no reason for you to do that. He ruined, I don't think I got a nuke. I don't think he ruined that whole situation. I stopped trying and he just fucked that all the way up for me, man. One of my boys had a similar situation where he was playing Call of Duty. He was about to get a nuke. He had 24 kills. And back in my world two, it was this perk called Commando, which meant you can, like, knife somebody from, yeah. like, far as hell. Then, like, across the room, you could knife somebody. And he was, like, 24. He was camping and shit, though, hiding out. And the nigga jumped down and just knifed him down there from across the room. And all you heard on his side, on my headphones, fucking Commando! <laughs> and he just turned his, like, he got off the game. His nigga turned off, he turned off his whole system. And I was just like, hey, bro, you all right? And no, that's, that's literally what happened to he me. He ain't talked to me for like a week, dog. He was like, I had to just get over that commando, bro. I ain't playing that shit no more. He played it some more. Commando with some boys? That's the same shit that literally the same <laughs> shit that happened to me. That shit happens, dog. And then the other time, me and Vontae were playing NCAA. I think we we had, we had used to like to play with booty teams and like make them play Alabama. And we almost beat, <laughs> <laughs> we almost beat Alabama with what? like Eastern. I think we had Eastern. And we you know because you can set your schedule. We set Alabama first game. And we almost beat them. And Alabama did some cheating ass run, and they beat us. And I threw the, I just slammed the controller against my head, and me and Monty just went to sleep after that. Went no more. NCAA was done for the night. And that's our favorite fucking game. Shout out to NCAA fourteen. That's some shit you gotta go to sleep after. <laughs> um, anything else y'all want to cover this week, man? So you want to do your top five? Or? Oh yeah, we could do top five jerseys. It could be any sport that y'all, any jerseys that y'all really, really like, man. All right, well, Lando, you start. Uh, so we just gonna do like just our top five, just straight yeah. down, or yeah. All right, man. So I guess number one, I like the Minneapolis. I like the Lakers. Oh, this is no order, but okay. the, the, the Minneapolis Lakers jerseys. I like those. Um, I gotta go with the the original. Well, the '90s Pittsburgh Steelers jersey. Those are nice. The the jail. No, not the jail. No, no, no. Those are seventies. Yeah, that's old. That's old. Um, the throwback lion jerseys. 
three. All man, that's kind of tough. Either sport. I'm gonna go with the uh, Miami Heat jerseys, the Orlando Mornings, and for my fifth. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Raiders. Alright, then what you got? Um, for me, the the comical and and kitty style '90s basketball jerseys was big for me. Always was a fan of the Atlanta Hawks jersey. I think uh, Monte has the jacket. That was always a nice jersey for me. Also, sticking with the '90s, a little less. You know, Kitty, but the Warriors jersey from that timeline with the run TMC, I was always a big fan of that. Most definitely a staple, and I feel like the urban community, Orlando just said it. Oakland Raiders is just phenomenal. Yeah. It's simplistic, but it just, I don't know, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Um, for me, after that, I think that I would have to say I've always been in love with North Carolina's baby blue jerseys. I don't know what it is about that jersey, but legitimately, when I was a kid, I don't even think I knew anything about college basketball, but that was why North Carolina was my favorite team, because of their jerseys. You know, I, I think North Carolina got pushed on people in the 90s. It did, North to some Carolina. degree. Michael Jordan was the biggest person in the world, and he had some influence in that. Uh, to say I would struggle with the last one, I think that... Hmm. I gotta go with the uh, the old faithful. I would say Tigers, but the Yankees is just too classic to me. Yeah, yeah, it, it, North Carolina is a pinstripe, man. Can't can't beat that. Um, I already know one of yours. What? Oh, well, first things first. I, I like that Jazz jersey, the Utah Jazz, classic Utah Jazz with the mountains on it. Always been a cool jersey to me. Um, I like the Pistons. I like the teal with the horse on it. I love that. That's damn near my favorite Pistons jersey. So you, you prefer the teal on teal or the white and teal? I like the white and teal. I like okay. the white with the horse, but I like the white and teal. I like the white and teal first. That was cool. This is how I remember the Pistons. When I think of the Pistons, that's the first thing I think about. Uh, Are you a fan of the burgundy one, though? Fuck no. I, I had a Lindsay Hines because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my first thought of the Pistons. Jerry Stackhouse and the Burgundy. No, a burnt burnt orange burgundy Pistons jersey. No, not the burgundy. <laughs> the teal and white was trash. If we if I gotta go player jersey, I, I'm a real big fan of the dark seven Kaepernick jersey. The black jersey. Yeah, that's fire. Color rush. That's a very nice jersey. Like just that on its own. Also, uh the Astros hose jersey. Zero hoes, number number zero hoes. You got a good jersey. Ken Griffey jersey. I like Marlins. Matter of fact, that Marlins uh, jersey. Mariners, my fault. The Mariners jersey. I like the Marlins too, though. Yeah, the the Marlins, Marlins is nice. Mariners jersey is very nice. So, I'm, I'm trying to think of the stretch of when it stopped. Would Ichiro be included in that? Because I kind of feel like I like some Ichiro's jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. I fuck with them bitches. And then, let me think. I gave a lot right there. That's more than five, but that's like them was players. I fuck yeah, with those players yeah, specific. Um, I don't know. You well, know like Deion Sanders Atlanta jersey. I think Deion small. Sanders every jersey because yeah. the Cowboys jersey is ridiculous too. Yeah, that's white and red though. Even though I hate like the Cubs and shit going up, but that white and red jersey is cold. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? I'm trying to think. Uh, well, of course I love the Calvin Johnson eighty one. 
It's always gonna be a, a great favorite jersey. The number, man. yeah. I was never really a fan of the designs of the jerseys. Well, yeah, it was just a regular plain Lions yeah. jersey, but it means a lot more. When it's but if we're talking about particular players, it's always a jersey that, and we talked about this earlier for whatever reason, them being America's team. The Michael Irvin '88 with the blue, the blue star on the on the side. That's always a classic jersey. That. That's that's a, a classic jersey. jersey. Yeah, that's a good jersey. It's a good jersey. Yeah, with some the white with the, yeah, yeah. the white. Yeah, that's a, that's good, a jersey. good jersey. That's a great jersey. I think the Emmett looks better though. Yeah, I don't know. I was never a fan of Emmett. Come on, I want either. This is the jersey though. We should have went with jerseys, player jerseys. Cause now I'm thinking about other teams. I like the Seahawks jerseys. I love the Hawks. Go Hawks. I, I don't know. I don't think I got a top five jersey. I, I think I'm more. I'm more with the people on the jersey. So if you would go with people, who would that be? Well, hoes. Movie first, <laughs> Astro Hose. That's a, I need that jersey. I need to buy that bitch. It's a good jersey. Because that does change the dynamic. Because I know for me, I'm definitely going prime. I, I got to go with, with Irvin on that one. I got to go with the, the pinstripe, light blue, Penny Hardaway. The Penny is just too classic. I'm not as much. I hate when I see the one on Orlando and this T Mac. I hate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> just be disappointed. Cole, I got to go with the eight. Yeah. The 24 just. It, he he was dominant in it, but it never really won me over. The number itself never really did it for me. And outside of that, I can't say that anybody outside of his jerseys was never sweet. But I always like zero for some reason. So Gilbert Arenas, it just looked nice because I never really seen nobody do it at that fashion where it was good like that. You saw bum niggas wearing zero, but it's like this nigga really hooping. Oh, I also like that Miami Heat, the Miami Night with the like the. It's like a L-shaped lines on them, the pink. Yeah, it's freaky. Yeah. It's like the pink neon. We're going to a party like, in the yeah, 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah that fucking, was a good one. Yeah, I like that. I like that jersey a lot. I don't know, man. Tell us y'all favorite jerseys. want to know. What, what jerseys y'all That's like? That's something I definitely would like to hear, man. I people. know some jerseys I missed for sure. I, I definitely feel like that. It's just, it's difficult when you, you don't want to go with a certain era too much or because Adidas just did some horrible shit the last think, couple I think years. Starkers has some good jerseys. Most man. definitely. Yeah. And they don't get the respect yeah. that they deserve. Oh, Oregon got all the perfect jerseys. I didn't even want to say Oregon. They got so many. So hey, many that Oregon, colors. that Mariota white on with the white wings on yeah, it, that's, that's cool. a beautiful that's jersey. Like a suit. <laughs> that's almost like a suit, <laughs> though. And, and also, the Florida State. They got some nice jerseys. I Florida like State that. does. When they do their dark, it's nice. That James number, that James with the... Uh, I ain't gonna home. lie. And the stretch where they got dominant, Michigan State had some nice jerseys. You know, when they, when they switched it up, they did. When they, yeah, when they, they had some nice jerseys. Combat type of deal. I, I just think with a Spartan, they could have done a lot better. Yeah, most definitely. Lot it's a lot of teams that um underwhelmed with certain mascots and themes that they had, you know. I'm not really a big fan of the Barney Raptors. Not, you know, oh, didn't. no, I like that, though. Mm. I like that Raptors mm. with the little Raptor dribbling the basketball. Uh, I don't know about yeah, that. I don't know about that. And I like Drake Knight jerseys, too. Drake Knight Raptors jersey. I like the New Warriors jerseys. New Warriors jerseys. The fine. white ones in the the town in the city. I like yeah, that. Okay. I, think it's nice. I like the Cavs jerseys too this year. Not gonna lie. Call me a call me. Nah, I'm, I'm with that. They're kind of cool. I like the little good. The logo's not as bad as I okay, thought. So what jerseys? Let's go with jerseys you don't like. Ooh, jerseys I don't like. We already talked about one. The Burgundy Pistons. The Burgundy Pistons. <laughs> Oh, the Black Lions. I hate that jersey. The yeah, black that, one, that one too bad. I hate that yeah, Black Lions jersey. Bad. That shit it always look like a Burlington coat back <laughs> jersey. Forming Mills. It looked like some shit that wasn't real. It was a jersey, but it was, it, was, it, was, it was all right. I hate that fucking jersey. Uh, I hate the jersey before the, like the, the Charlie Batchman jersey. I ain't like Most definitely. Yeah. It was too plain, and, and I hated stupid, James Stewart. So, yeah. that's a nigga I hated in that jersey. I hate the... um. What's that one team? The the Redskins when they got the like 
beige pants mm. and the, and the brown helmet. That's just an ugly sight to see. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. There's been a lot of bad color rush jerseys too. Not a fan of the Buccaneers. Not really a fan of the Rams. I wasn't a fan of that Jets. Not a fan I mean, of the, not the Jets. Jets. The Jets are the Jaguars, but they had the P. The color, the color rush is <laughs> underwhelmed. The ugly Adidas Michigan jersey. They had the big M on their chest. Well, they need to talk about oh, that. And then the Nebraska had the big N on their chest. They, they yeah. need to talk about yeah, that. that Adidas just fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, Adidas don't really know. I didn't like none of the Adidas um, All-Star game jerseys. I couldn't wear any NBA merchandise for five years. Yeah. <laughs> Them yeah. niggas was terrible. None of that shit was good. Yeah, that's it. You had to go get some throwbacks. I didn't like they whatchamacallit jerseys neither. The sleeves. Them Nobody bitches, did. Them bitches was the worst. As of why that was the first thing Nike said. Like, hey, man, y'all got worried. We're getting rid of sleeve jerseys. Per LeBron. Yeah, LeBron ain't fuck with that. I don't fuck with it either. Also, that I, I did kind of like the Christmas jersey when they had the nicknames on the back. Yeah, that was alright. It still wasn't. It wasn't but some niggas didn't have good nicknames. Yeah, exactly. If your nickname asked. Oh, jersey I've never liked, and I just don't get the color. I don't like any jerseys that the Thunder have. Also, same goes for the Charlotte Bobcats. Yeah, I don't like the orange and blue. That's, that's just not. Because Seattle's. They had some of the best jerseys. Yeah. Supersonics. Yeah. yeah. That's when they went dark, so. Oh, I don't like the uh the Bucks jerseys like that neither. At first I thought I liked them, the digi, the digital numbers, but nah, not so much. It didn't the lasting appeal wasn't cool for me, actually. I'm actually I'm trying to look at some jerseys right now. I definitely yeah, I definitely hated all the All-Star game jerseys. All them bitches were trash. Oh, I used to love the camo jerseys from the Raptors, but I did not like the camo jerseys from the Spurs. The digital camo? Yeah. I was not a fan of that. Oh, and I'm never a fan of the Knicks all orange outfit. <laughs> that shit is ugly as hell. I don't like none of Knicks. Or the so. or the Lakers light blue, the midnight blue. No, that's what Lando said he liked. Oh, you the, like them? The Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. I don't like them. That's what well. the Kobe ate. Nah, yeah, that yeah. shit was hard more so from a fashion trend. Yeah. Niggas used to Lando. I know why Lando liked that. His yeah. era, that shit was hard. That shit was hard. Like, Damn, that was damn that. near. You was killing him with that. Outfit. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> with the show. big white tee under and, and, and the big the, jeans. Oh, the forces? Oh, he was killing him. He still rock that fit today. He came back. But that was a, a dope boy yeah, all-star Detroit fit. Detroit Mercy jersey is actually the fun. <laughs> 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 Where the Detroit Mercy jersey? The Detroit Mercy? The Titans? I think it looks stupid. Oh, I ain't like those Maryland jerseys. But yeah, Twitter's Twitter's y'all jerseys, man. You talking about the flag? Didn't Maryland have one? Yeah, yeah, all the flags on and shit. That was real? Yeah, I also hate this jersey, too. This other jersey, this one. That shit don't even look real either. Yeah, that shit look fake as hell. That shit look nasty. Yeah, shit nasty. Oh, I, but I like Notre Dame. I like the gold helmet. It's just something about it. It's just... I'll pass on that. That shit kind of look like a scrimmage jersey. It do, but it gives me... <laughs> like a penny, dog, but it, it gives me a tingle, dog. I like that shit. I don't like the Notre Dame. It put me a half attention. That shit look like preseason. Yeah. Oh, man. But the jerseys is a good stretch, man. Definitely in Detroit, like Lando said. Taking it back, the throwbacks, people people rock that heavy here and just man, in the culture. And we just had a big throwback to <laughs> man. The Jerry Rice jersey, man. This one dude, oh, this shit was big too. <laughs> Speaking of that, though, man, the last throwback I got was that Northland, man. North, they just knocked down Northland, man. So, right, just knocked it down? Yeah, they started the demolition. What they going to build there? I don't know if they build, like, apartment. They pitching for Amazon. They want that to be the Amazon headquarters. Oh, no. No, That's I don't the, want that. I heard some stuff about a church and then some other stuff. Yeah, I think the, the church bought it over yeah. by the Macy's. But the, the pitch right now is like Mark Wahlberg is behind it. It's a lot of people behind Amazon coming to that site. Oh, man. So it's a pretty good I chance that might be the situation. Me. 
You own too much. You're too rich. I don't want to get flexed. So what you're saying is you can't have two rich niggas in the city because we already got Dan Gilbert buying three. all this shit up. We got Illich. It was just yeah, he, he low key with his. You know, Illich. He make his big stand and he go back in the he go back in the line. He go hide <laughs> again. Yeah, that's some shit you don't hear every day. It's just like, and niggas go down there and lose their money, but you don't hear fuck Illich or Illich doing this. <laughs> like Dan Gilbert, every day oh, he in the no, news for something. Every corner you go to, you see a little seizures, man. Yeah. yeah. He's everywhere he's making his mark. And but that's a good thing. Niggas something. in the hood, thankful for that. Niggas yeah, is. <laughs> they thankful for that. Also, and did y'all know he paid Rosa Parks rent? Yeah. That's what's up. I did hear that, but yeah. you never could be too... <laughs> Rest in peace, Mike Ellis, man. He was doing some big things. So I, I was going to get some little seats the other day, but I remember it was nasty. So. <laughs> That's good. Go, like, we went to Ohio. It was Ohio. It was Ohio. We got to ask him for a freshman just like we had. So. All right, man. So that's our show. Um, very, Pretty cool, man. If you enjoyed this, leave a like. Uh, don't forget to retweet the link. Support us. Support, support. We really enjoy it. Really appreciate it. Uh, tweet us, y'all. Best jerseys. Also, thanks for like answering the polls. Y'all be doing good on the polls. People respond to the polls. Got a lot of good responses from people, but uh, just just let's just keep it up, man. Team effort. I really appreciate all you guys for listening. Uh, <coughs> we're gonna try to get some more guests on here. I think we're supposed to have Will next week or Dennis. I don't know who this Dennis is, but we should have some interviews coming next week. So most definitely stay stay in tune for that, man. And if y'all got, if y'all want us to try to get a certain guest, we still uh, has he played Luke Kennard? Yeah, he played. We still. Hey, I seen some good moves from Luke Kennard. This one game. He threw it behind his start. back. He white, so when you throw it behind nah, your back, it's he automatic. Like a, a hezzy ISO, and then he nah, pulled up in the double face. Henry that's the yeah. that's the this saving day of Stan Van Gundy to see the rotations, to see Henry Ellis. Because I was arguing for that last year. John Lewis sucked. We paid him all that money. He don't do shit. Henry Ellison could have just been getting production and playing time, but we wasted it. But now he he learning. All right, so see you guys later. <laughs>